1: Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Way, back again with you guys for another episode of our Arsenal agenda series. Joining you Monday to Friday weekdays at ten AM UK time and joined this morning by Umar. How do you
0: doing, mate? You good, you well? Yeah, I'm good. I'm just laughing at the comment uh from Amira. Is this the day we finally get do it from you boys singing Rice Rice Baby? No. <laughs>
1: That's the answer to that question. Uh, no, uh, absolutely not. <laughs> a because just no. B because Streamyard mean you're out of sync anyway, so it would sound horrifically bad, um, even without you know knowing how we both sing. But uh, certainly, uh, what we can say, Umar, is that uh, today, finally. Uh, I mean, until obviously he's in an Arsenal shirt officially, and we see it and all of that stuff, but. Last night, David Ornstein dropping the news that Arsenal have completed the agreement. Finally, um, despite it being kind of you know, it's it's been in their quotes done for quite some time. They agreed the fee. It was just all of the little details being sorted out. That's now been sorted. Medical on Friday for Declan Rice. How relieved? Uh, is that the right words that this is kind of over? Is it a, a sense of because I'm I'm kind of over the the hype of it. The, yeah the, the, it's the, true you know what i mean <laughs> i'm it's like true. cool <laughs> like no, true. yeah he's an arsenal player now but i'm also like i feel like the big day for me was when man city dropped out yeah, the race
0: 100
1: that, that was the big kind of like yeah this this is this is happening yeah man city aren't gonna come back in and and that bid's gonna get yeah that, that, that price is gonna be what it costs to get it um
0: but yeah um, tell me how you're feeling. Yeah, um, to be fair, I have the same um, feelings and thoughts uh, as you. Like yesterday when Ornstein dropped the bomb, like I was like, wow, like the Ornstein bomb, it's, it's, it's amazing news. And then Fabrizio said, here we go. So I was really happy in terms of that. I've done a quote to you. I was like, let's go. But then the, the most optimistic and most happy I was, was last week when Man City dropped out of the race. I was like, mm. okay. Man City are our nearest competitors for this deal. If anyone is to get Declan Rice um, from under us, it's going to be Manchester City. So as soon as they were out of the race, um, I think they fed their journalists in terms of that they were no longer interested. They never wanted the bidding war um, with Arsenal, with this deal. I was like, okay, he's definitely coming to us. Like as, as much as West Ham have basically made it difficult for us. I've basically continually to said today, um, news aggregators is that look, we, we don't mind keeping Declan Rice here for another season. It was never going to happen. Mm. West Ham are not going to um, risk losing out on £100 million pounds because football is a funny old game. You never know if a perform- player's performance can drop next season, an injury can take place, etc. You may not have an opportunity to get £100 million pounds. again, mm. in, in a way. Um, Declan Rice, I think he had 18 months left on his contract or something like that. So the time now to sell was this summer. They've, they've they've got the money that they wanted we've got the player that we've wanted um, and had a long-standing interest for what over seven months now so mm-hmm. everyone wins in this situation we have a player which is um, for the here and now a statement signing um, one which I've continued said um, one which we've not had since Saul Campbell to be honest we've had other great players come to this uh, fantastic football club the Ozil's the Sanchez uh, Cazolas of this world but when I look at Declan Rice I look at one of the best upcoming midfielders who has not hit his peak right now. He's 24 years old and he's not hit his peak, which is scary. Mm. Like this is a signing that I think in Sir Alex Ferguson's days, he would have signed Declan Rice if he was still a Manchester United manager. That's how good I think Declan Rice is. Like there was a lot of talk when the £100 million bid was being tabled. A lot of Arsenal fans were getting a bit irritated, annoyed, saying, let's just pull out. There's other midfielders in the market that we can get. There isn't. There isn't. I know it's it's nope. easy to say that, but when you look at what Declan Rice can offer us here and now, why Mikel Arteta has been obsessed with this player for what over six, seven months, there's a reason. Mm. Like Kaiseido, I'm a very good player, but I look at Declan Rice and I think Declan Rice is the player that can take us to a Premier League title mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. He's got all the characteristics you want. Not only forget about the way he's, he, he is as a footballer, Talented, um he, he's got so much to improve on, develop on. But I like the character, that captain mm. leadership, the personality. We've been crying out for that for a long time in our midfield, and now that we've got Declan Rice, Arsenal have showed ambition. Arsenal have showed ambition, and a lot of opposing fans may be laughing at it, saying they've spent hundred million pounds on Declan Rice. <laughs> Ignore the noise. Ignore the noise yeah. because they are jealous. I, I I'll tell you that far. Oh. They are the generous. jealousy is unreal. Like. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Like, Chelsea and City and Man United were linked with Rice for like the last three years. And it was always a case of Rice is going to go to Chelsea one day. He's going to return to that club, you know, um, Liverpool. I've always been linked with Jude Bellingham. As soon as that kind of moved away, it was like, I wonder if they'll move for Rice. You know, Arsenal just weren't talked about because people don't like talking about Arsenal. People don't like talking about, you know, the success of this club. There is a jealousy towards this deal. There is a jealousy that Arsenal are moving in these circles again, without a doubt, because... For a long time, Liverpool fans, Chelsea fans, City fans, United I don't know, City have fans, City uh, fans, United fans, you know, have all kind of been in a situation where Arsenal have just kind of been, you know, Arsenal be around, but if we focus on ourselves and we can close the gap to Man City, that's the challenge. I'm sorry to, to disappoint
0: you, but Arsenal are certainly here. This, this is are, a comment which I find interesting, like... Mm. Liverpool spent less than 100 million on two ballers. There's players that they've signed. I would have like a few years ago. Arsenal were making those signings. Do you remember? Yeah,
1: yeah this Arsenal is what I making said. those I signings. Think I, I think you you, it, yeah. you
0: tweeted it the other day. I think yeah, I saw it across. Yeah. I said and,
1: that Zobos Lion and, and McAllister, the type of deals that Arsenal used to do, and Declan what, is what the Liverpool do. We now do. 100%. hundred
0: percent. Yeah, 100%. yeah. And,
1: and I think that that is the difference. Like for me. McAllister and Zoboslay in that Liverpool team, Look, they're good players. There's no doubt about it. They're good players. Did they take Liverpool back to a title challenge? No. Did they take them back into the top four? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Um, But in terms of what you look at this Arsenal team, Declan Rice is the type of player that even though we have Thomas Parta who may or may not leave, you know, that's the type of player that you sign to to take you forwards. That's the type of signing that Liverpool... Did when they brought in Van Dyke. This is Arsenal's Van Dyke style signing. This is the player that's meant to level us up. And not only that, but we're not done, you know, and we haven't, this wasn't our first signing. Kai Havertz is going to get his, you know, this is the time to laugh, rival fans, at the Kai Havertz deal. This is your time to laugh. Exactly. And I look forward (laughs) to him shutting you up very quickly, is what I hope for. You know, I, I'm happy to have egg on my face. I'm happy for this to be memed and all of that stuff if it fails. And I'll hold my hands up if I need to. I don't think but it will know, fail. I, I hope that it doesn't. But I just feel like this. if you're going to laugh, rival fans, this is your time to laugh. You mm. know, this is your time. Just, you know, take as much time as you want now. Because I'm pretty darn sure you're not going to get that chance mm. as much this season as you
0: might think. Yeah, TC's got the receipts ready. He's got the receipts
1: ready. <laughs> Honestly, mate. I said I weren't going to do a a phone-in show on, on TGT for a while until the Declamice deal was done because I just saw so many people like, Edu out, oh, crazy. slow, we can't get the big deals done. That's two summers in a row, by the way. We've signed our number one target. Gabriel oh. Jesus last summer, Declamice this summer, Alessia Russo coming in as well as a big yeah. bit of business on the women's side also. The the business Arsenal are doing you know, is just... I can't fault it, really. You know, the Havertz deal is a risk. That's the only fault I have, is that it's a risk. Could we have gone a bit safer with a signing? I'm not sure who you bring in. Um, But, you know, if the choice was between him or Zoboslai, Zoboslai doesn't play where Havertz is going to play for us. So it didn't make sense. For those saying that we should have signed Zoboslai instead, it doesn't play where Havertz is going to play for us. So it doesn't really work in that way. So, um, and Deruda is a Liverpool fan in the chapel says that Liverpool are going to get Lavia again. Lavia doesn't start for us. I'm not sure he starts for Liverpool right now either. He's a good talent, you know, mm. really good talent. But when's he going to play? And that was always kind of my question mark about that deal is when is he going to play for us if we sign him? When's mm. he going to play for if they sign him? You know, I just hope that Arsenal went into this window signing players that have the capacity to start. Havertz starts. You know, he's going to yeah. start on that left side uh, of the midfield alongside Odegaard. Rice will start. There's no way that he's not starting. Timber has the competition to start either at right back or right side of centre-back. He will start games. So now it's a case of where do we go from here? Right back, I think, is the area that we might see movement. We're being linked with Henricks, who we talked about yesterday. And there's also suggestions that Arsenal have an interest in Jeremy Frimpong, who, if I had a choice of the offensive right back I want, it's it's Jeremy Frimpong. (laughs) Um, I don't know anything regarding this on my side of things. I don't know how real this is, Um, but what do you make
0: of this link? Yeah, 100%. Like, um, in terms of buying a fullback that is more different to what we currently have, Frimpong fits the bill. Attack-minded, explosive, someone that can play at left-back, someone that can play at right-back, someone that can also play as a right winger as well. So you've got so much versatility, and I think that's what Mikel Arteta is trying to do this summer. You've just touched on Kai Havertz. Yeah, there's, there was probably other players that we could have bought in that left side in midfield position. But Mikel Arteta is also thinking about playing Kai Havertz in a, num- in a number of other positions. He's got the ability to play as a striker. So if Gabriel Jesus needs a breather, Kai Havertz could fit that role. Kai Havertz in the past has played out on the flanks. So versatility is key. Timber, he's signed in Timber, um, and that, that Timber is a player that can play as a right back, a right centre back. He could also play as a midfielder. Declan and Rice, compares a number eight, compares a number six. So options, options, and that it shows that quality over quantity is what Arsenal are looking at this summer. And Frimpong is an interesting link because, uh, don't get me wrong, I like the inverted style of fullbacks, like it's it's very um, pleasing on the eye to watch, mm. but. Don't get me wrong I I, I like that explosive uh fullback that just likes attacking up and down the wing. Like remember Bakary Sanya back in the day? I loved Sanya. The, the stuff that he used to do from right back, one of our best right backs uh, over the past few years. And I know Mikel Arteta is trying to go through for that inverted fullback role. Um Timber you just don't know where Timber may play though. We mm-hmm. at the moment we're thinking about is going to be as a rotation option with Ben White someone that can come in if Ben White needs a breather someone that can compete with Ben White he possibly may not you just never know what Mikel Arteta is thinking so it's interesting we've been linked with Cancelo we've been linked with Henriks, we've been linked mm-hmm. with Fimbrong now surely it means that Taney could be set to depart um, this window because if you're looking to buy a player that can play as a left back and as a right back someone's out of the door whether that's Tomiyasu, I just, I I can't see Tomiyasu leaving because I think Tomiyasu will basically be what Rob Holding was to us um, last season. Someone which is Mm. a utility man, someone which can play in a number of positions, someone that can play in cup games. You saw Arteta against Liverpool at home last season. He played Tomiyasu because he trusted him. Against Manchester City at home, he played Tomiyasu because he trusted him. So Tomiyasu could be a player for the big games, for the big moments. Um, I think we'll see Tomiyasu next season be playing more as a left back because I can see Tini departing now if we do get um, a right back in. But yeah, I like Rinpong. I think the stuff that he's want, done with the Dutch national team as well, very very good. So he's a good player. He's been linked in the past with Manchester United as well. Eric Ten Hag yeah. has had that link. But yeah, it will be it will be different to what we have right now, which I think is more defensive profile. So attack minded fullbacks
1: um, they're never a bad thing yeah no i i was i was aware of him when he was back at celtic i remember writing a piece for a website yeah. i used to work for about him um, back then as one of like, the really up and coming young exciting fullbacks on the market and when he first moved to leverkusen like, it didn't it wasn't necessarily kind of uh, a star wasn't it yeah it was not like oh this guy is going to you know take things in the, in the bundesliga as the next level i think he, i think he joined was it in january uh, i think it was and didn't get a goal or an assist in his first season, moving into 21, 22 last season. Uh, then he started to play, you know, more regularly. He got a goal and six assists in 25 Bundesliga games. And you move more towards last season, eight goals, seven assists uh, in 34 league games. That's more than Granite Xhaka got, by the way, yeah, you know, from central midfield. Like this is someone that adds a lot of difference to the team playing in that role. Some people will say, Umar, that. If we sign these players, when Mm. are they going to play? Like we talked about it with Timber. You know, Ben White is the starting right back, yeah? Mm. William Saliba is the starting right side, centre back. Declan Rice is going to be the starting uh, CDM. Erdogan is going to be the number 10. Jesus is the striker. Saka right, Martinelli left. Zinchenko and Gabriel. We know what our best team is, I think, on paper. Mm. Timber comes in. You know, Havertz is, is coming in. There's arguments we might sign more. You've got Smith Rowe. You've got okay. Fabio Vieira. You've got Reece Nelson signing a brand new contract. You've got Jorginho. You've got Kivior. You've got okay. Tommy Asu. A lot of people would say, well, well when are they going to play? Like, how are we going to do all this? Okay.
0: It's interesting because Arteta had done an interview last season and he kept banging on about it was important that Arsenal had the squad similar to Manchester City's. And he wasn't specifically speaking about numbers because when you look at Manchester City's squad, they're not stacked in terms of having a lot of players. But what Manchester City have, they have quality in those positions. So Mm. if Haaland gets injured, they have a striker that can come in, which is Alvarez. Just two, just two strikers in that mode. Um, but Alvarez can also fill the role that Kevin De Bruyne does. So Arsenal and Arteta wanted to get to a stage where they had, you're probably thinking about 18 to 19 players, which are first team quality, like very, very good quality. And I think once we complete our business for this summer, we will have that and we will get to a stage where we are near, nearer to Manchester City because a mm-hmm. few seasons ago, we had squad depth. Do you remember? We had Cedric, we had Pablo Mari, we had Nicolas Pepe. We had so many players uh, in our team, Rob Holding, but they were not good enough. They were not good enough. Say, for example, a player like Gabriel got injured. We had to call upon Rob Holding. It was detrimental to us, wasn't it? Now, if Saliba gets injured, if Gabriel gets injured, who do we have in reserve? Timber, Ben White, Tommy Yasu. That's what you need if you want to win the Premier League title. That's what you need if you want to go find the Champions League. And Arteta realises that. Injuries cost, cost us last uh, season. It's in black and white. It cost us. That's why our Premier League title campaign faltered, because Saliba got injured, and we never had the backups in reserve to basically bridge that gap. Obviously, if Tom Yasu didn't get injured, maybe we could have had an option, but he got injured as well at the same game against Sporting mm. Lisbon. So we lost two key players. And the reserve, no disrespect to Rob Holding, he just wasn't good enough to where we have our standard set with Saliba. But now, if someone needs a breather, someone gets injured, or someone something happens to one of our key players, I'm calm. I'm calm because mm. I know that we have the capabilities, we have the options, we have the quality now to basically for a player to come in and us not to look any weaker, uh, if that makes sense. But Absolutely. 18 to 19 players, Arteta always had that in his mind. We have that. We've got a squad to challenge across all four competitions. Now, when you look at it, we signed Declan Rice, Havertz, Timber. Potentially looking at two more players, if that, yeah. one maybe, yeah, to come in. Obviously, yeah, I mean, I said at the start, didn't I? Old. I said five
1: or six, yeah. Like, and now I can't. I look at the three signs we've made, and I'm like, actually, when you look at you know Saliba's obviously back, Gabriel Martinelli's back, Tommy Asu's back. Yes, I think we could do with maybe a right back and the variation there. If Balogun leaves, like if 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 Jesus got injured, right, that's my big question again. If Jesus has another injury, mm. at the moment, Eddie and Ketty is coming in or Kai Havertz is, is playing that role. But then who's playing where Xhaka played? Is it going to be Vieira? Is it going to be Smith-Rowe? Are you going to play Rice and Jorginho together if Partey's mm. gone? If Partey stays, you play both of them. Um, that's, that's the only position where I really go, if we do lose Jesus... There's a big question. But is mark, that so. why he's
0: brought Havert, Havertz in?
1: Well, maybe. That's what, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Because Havert, Havertz then, can do that job. Yeah, of course. And I think he can play full 9. What I'm saying is, I feel I like if we kept Xhaka, I'd be fine with it. But mm. you know, Xhaka's not being kept. Xhaka's going. We're getting a very good fee, by the way, for him as well, at 21 million quid. Mm. But if Xhaka goes and Havertz has to replace Jesus. Then who's playing in that midfield position? Because there's a big hole to fill, you know.
0: But but it shows that this season's big for uh, players such as Fabio Vieira and Emil Smith Rowe. Like mm. they need, if 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 an opportunity arises, we can't wait another season for them to basically um, need time to adjust, injuries, etc. Fabio Fabio Vieira has had one season. He's 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 acclimatized to the English football. You'd hope um, the league. Um, the country so I'm expecting a better season for Fabio Vieira Yeah, chances may be limited because of the amount of quality that we have but he will get opportunities because injuries happen in football rotation is needed and again that's something that I think Miklátec needs to improve on again this season for the upcoming mm. campaign Emil Smith-Rowe I think is the one to watch like Emil Smith-Rowe is the one to watch at the start of the summer I thought he could leave I thought yeah. he could leave. And yeah. I thought if there was anyone that was going to leave in terms of a surprise move, it would be Emile Smith-Rowe because I thought, where does he fit in this team? Mm. But the fact that Arsenal um, and the media basically come out and said that he's going nowhere, it shows that Mikel Arteta believes in him. He trusts yeah. in him. And it's, it's similar to when everyone thought that Martinelli was going to leave. Do you remember that a few seasons ago when Arteta wasn't playing him? And there was a lot of doubt of saying, oh, what is Arteta doing? He's ruining my identity's development. It's crazy, this and that. And Look what happened. Yeah, We're we're reaping the rewards. And I'm hoping, I've got my fingers crossed, we could be seeing similar with the Millsmith throw because the talent is there. It's just about getting rid of those injuries, getting minutes on the board, and showing Arteta what he's capable of because he is a top, top talent.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... a bit of a make-or-break season. You know, if he has another season like he did last year, you, you can't begrudge him if he wants to therefore move and play somewhere regularly. You know, yeah. and I think Arteta needs to utilize him from the bench more. I think you'll start seeing him come on for Odegaard uh, a bit more. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he'll start playing in that... 10 row a bit um, and playing centrally. Of course, yes, he can rotate with Martinelli, but we've got Trossard, and Trossard's a bit of an unknown quantity. Yeah. He's also someone maybe I forgot about when I said about Jesus not being yeah, available. Because when Trossard played centre forwards, we look good. Like, like we look really good.
0: When he it was depends playing. on the games, doesn't it? It depends on the games. Like, Trossard's good for certain games when I look at him play. Like, I think defenses that. <sighs> Defenses that I am trying to find the right word, but in in certain games he struggled as well. Like, but he he has been a good um, option that we can use, and he's at a good age as well. To be fair, and again, he's an option that's not going to really complain about first team minutes, but again, it improves the squad quality. If say for example Jesus is out, Trostad has in the past proven that he can do a job in that number nine position. He's also played out on the flanks as a right winger, as a left winger. So again versatility from Mikel Arturo. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, I look forward to seeing, I think Trossard and Jorginho are two of the most overlooked players in this squad Um, and I think that they are going to be real assets to us next season. Um, So overlooked, I forgot completely about Trossard when talking about what happens when Jésus is out. Havert sure can come in, but maybe, maybe it's Trossard that comes in to that role Mm -hmm. instead. Mm -hmm. Because I think it was. Let me get the record up when he was starting. Because our winning record when Trossard was playing and starting in that centre forward role was really, really good. Um, let me just find the stats from last season, twenty twenty two, twenty three. Came in obviously when Inquetti. I think it was the uh, is the game after Everton. Was it Villa? Yeah. Uh, he came in and started uh, in the wide area. In wide in area it. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and then in he started start. centre forward against Leicester. Uh, And then when we played Everton, he went back to, according to Transomarts, he went back to left wing, but he didn't. He did play centre-forward, but Martinelli kind of interchanged with him. His relationship with Martinelli was really good um, in that forward line. So, yeah, played centre-forward against Leicester, got an assist. Played centre-forward against Everton, got an assist. We beat Bournemouth 3-2. Obviously, he started and came off in that game with that injury, but then he came back for the game against Fulham. What did Hmm. he do against Fulham? (laughs) three assists in that game um, started at centre forward against Palace uh, got an assist in a 4-1 win started against Leeds on the right because uh, obviously Jesus had returned uh, by this point and we won that game 4-1 he was then taken out for the game at Liverpool which we drew we took him out again against West Ham, we drew we took him out against Southampton we lo- we drew we took him out against Man City we lost we start him against Chelsea we win Uh, (laughs) he he did not start the next game against Newcastle in which we also did win but he then started the next two games against Brighton and Forest when of course well actually he didn't start against Brighton because Martinelli got injured in that game but then he started against Forest and uh, and we did lose that but he started uh, the last game of the season got two assists against Wolves in a 5-0 win Hmm. now he ended the season for Arsenal with 1-2-3-4-5-6-7-8-9-10 assists in six months for Arsenal uh, Trossard is very, very underrated still. Um, and he's going to be one of the more experienced members of well. squad. I'm looking forward to seeing Trossard play with a Champions League badge on his arm, to be honest, and seeing what he does in that competition as well. So let's wait and see what happens. But Umar, any final thoughts before we wrap up?
0: Rice, rice, baby, innit? <laughs>
1: Yeah, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Do so get... back
0: as well, which is great news.
1: Yeah, yeah, that. we yeah we touched on that. He's in Martinelli and Tommy, Atta all back in training. Really good to see. Uh, thank you everyone in the chat box for tuning in. Uh, we will continue to bring you updates. Of course, the next name on the list to wait to find out about is Yuri and Timber and uh, any further updates on that we'll bring them to you. There is an expectation this deal is going to be done. Um, so no panic. Remember, remember all the panic that you were feeling yeah. about riot? <laughs> You know, and it's fine. Remember, I told you, I told you yeah. everyone to just be calm. Just be Mate, calm. I told everyone. Just, <laughs> I was like, just chill. Even when City bid, I was like, Yeah, yeah we're yeah. gonna sign him. Yeah. We're gonna, it's, it's not a problem. Do you remember the day that Man City bids? Like the chaos of that day. Like crazy. The meltdown.
0: crazy. Like
1: <laughs> it was Ed who screwed it again. Everyone's messed up. We're not signing him. He's going to City. We got no chance. Oh, well, we bodied City in the market. Everyone was saying, oh, well, City can blow Arsenal out the water. Who was it who blew the other team out the see, water? You don't do,
0: see, you don't do bidding wars. Look at past history. Mm. Back to last summer when they were going Cucurella. for Cucurella. Yeah. Yeah. Jorginho as Exactly. Well. Yeah. I think there's one other. Actually. Sanchez, uh, Ronaldo. I can't remember. There's so many names. Yeah, Ronaldo.
1: Uh, Alexis Sanchez was the other one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Man United just put in far too much money. Uh, yeah. Turns out City of the Tim to get blown out of the water for plays. <laughs> anyway, thank you everyone for tuning in. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow <laughs> before I then head off on another holiday. So you can expect <laughs> another raft of signings, you know, while I'm away. That's how it works. Uh, Umar, thank you for your time out, as always. I-, I appreciate it, mate. Uh, we will speak to you very soon. Have a fantastic Wednesday. Enjoy it. Uh, bask in the glory of a Declan Rice signing. We'll see you soon. And as always, up the Arsenal. Oh, God!